Hello, dear friends. Hope you've all been peaceful in the Lord during the past week. You are listening to Sunday Worship Message from the Last Days Ministry here at WGM Church. Before we continue with today's word, let us begin with the words from Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee. Neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Today's main text comes from New Testament, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1 and 2. 2 Corinthians 11, verse 1 and 2. Would to God ye could bear with me a little in my folly, and indeed bear with me, for I am jealous over you with godly jealousy. For I have espoused you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. The Apostle Paul testified that he did not learn the gospel of Christ from others, but received it directly from the Lord. 1 Corinthians 11, verse 23 through 25. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he brake it, and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup, when he had supped, saying, This cup is the new testament in my blood, this do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. The Apostle Paul testified of the gospel of Christ. Romans 1.16 For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, then also to the Greek. He also testified of the gospel of Christ, which is the power of God for the salvation of all who believe. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures, and that he was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 1 through 5. He then witnessed of a very important and mysterious fact to Christians who believed in the gospel of Christ, he preached, and were saved. Again, 2 Corinthians 11, verse 1 and 2. 
Would to God ye could bear with me a little in my folly, and indeed bear it with me, for I am jealous over you with godly jealousy, for I have espoused you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. Then the Apostle Paul testified to the saints of Corinthian church that Gentile believers in Christ have been saved by receiving the Spirit of Christ, and that he felt reverential jealousy before a mysterious truth unimaginable to a Jew such as himself. In other words, he testified to this great mystery of how they were betrothed to the Lord Jesus Christ. He said that Christians who believed in the gospel of Christ and were born again of the Holy Spirit, whether Jews or Gentiles, became not only God's children but also betrothed brides of Christ, God's only begotten Son, forming the church of God. And because of this, he testified, Give none offense, neither to the Jews, nor to the Gentiles, nor to the church of God. In 1 Corinthians 10 verse 32. The Apostle Paul also commanded his spiritual son Timothy two very important missions before passing away. The first is to spread the word about the day of Christ, when Christ comes to take the church of God, his bride, which is the rapture day, and the millennial kingdom of Christ, where Jesus will rule the whole world with his bride, the church of God. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and doctrine. He also testified to Christians persecuted in Rome about the persecutions and glory that the church of God, the bride of Christ, will receive. Romans 8, verse 16 through 18. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and join heirs with Christ. If so, be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. The Holy Spirit testified through the apostles about the glory that the church of God, the bride of Christ, would receive. In particular, Apostle Paul testified about the rapture in which the bride of Christ, the church of God, would be caught up into the heaven on the day of Christ to receive glory. 1 Thessalonians 4 verse 16 through 18 For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. The Apostle John testified that Christians who are raptured at this time will be transformed into the image of Christ. In Psalm 17:15, King David also confessed in his prayer that he hoped to be transformed into the image of Christ on the day of Christ's resurrection. 1 John 3, verse 2 and 3. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is, and every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. The Apostle Paul testified to the miraculous transformation of the body of Christians, the bride of Christ, into the image of Christ on the day of the rapture. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, 
for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, for this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 51 through 54 The raptured saints will ascend to heaven, and at the judgment seat of Christ they will be rebuked and rewarded with crowns according to what they have physically done, according to the will of God. 2 Corinthians 5.10 For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that every one may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. In Romans 14 verse 10 Then why dost thou judge thy brother? Or why dost thou set at naught thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. The apostles testified of the glorious crowns that the raptured saints would receive at the judgment seat of Christ. For the crown of righteousness, 2 Timothy 4 verse 7 and 8, I have fought a good fight, I have finished my course, I have kept the faith, henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. Then for crown of rejoicing, therefore my brethren dearly beloved and longed for my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. Philippians 4 verse 1. Then in 1 Thessalonians 2 verse 19 and 20, For what is our hope, or joy, or crown of rejoicing? Are not even ye in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ that is coming? For ye are our glory and joy. Then crown of life, James 1.12, Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Also in Revelation 2.10, Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. Then for incorruptible crown, and every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so fight I, not as one that beateth the air, but I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. 1 Corinthians 9 verse 25 through 27. Then for crown of glory, 1 Peter 5 verse 2 through 4, feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind, neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. Crowns mentioned in the Bible means to right to rule. The apostle John ascended to heaven and testified to the words he heard. Revelation 5 verse 9 and 10. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book, and to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain, and hast redeemed us to God by the blood out of every kindred, and tongue, and people, and nation, and hast made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Christians who have received the crown will marry the Lamb, the Lord Jesus Christ, to become the bride of Christ. 
the Apostle John gave a testimony of this marriage ceremony. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him. For the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife hath made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. And he saith unto me, Write, Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, These are the true sayings of God. Revelation chapter 19 verse 7 through 9. The psalmist and Solomon in the Holy Spirit foreshadowed the wedding scene where the bride of Christ would be married to Christ, and they testified about the guests invited to the ceremony. People who have been saved from Adam and Eve through all the generations will attend to celebrate the wedding between the Church of God, the Bride of Christ, and the Lamb, Jesus Christ. John the Baptist, who was a prophet, said that he was full of joy as a friend of the bridegroom. Psalm 45 verse 9, King's daughters were among thy honorable women. Upon thy right hand did stand the queen in gold of Ophir. Psalm 45 14, she shall be brought unto the king in raiment of needlework. The virgins, her companions that follow her, shall be brought unto thee. With gladness and rejoicing shall they be brought. They shall enter into the king's palace. Psalm 45 verse 15. Then Song of Solomon, chapter 6 verse 8 and 9. There are three score queens and four score concubines and virgins without number. My dove, my undefiled is but one. She is the only one of her mother. She is the choice one of her that bear her. The daughters saw her and blessed her. Yea, the queens and the concubines and they praised her. While God's judgment is being carried out on earth through the seven years of the great tribulation, the church of God, the bride of Christ, who has suffered for Christ, will enjoy glory in heaven. Now the time has come for Christ to open the gates of heaven and appear to judge the Antichrist, the false prophet, and all the nations that follow them at the end of the Great Tribulation, together with the raptured and married church of God. The Apostle John and Jude witnessed this scene in the Holy Spirit. Revelation 19 verse 14 and 15, And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron. And he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. Jude 14 and 15 And Enoch also the seventh from Adam prophesied of these, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousands of his saints to execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed, and of all their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. When the millennium is over, the bride of Christ will live in the city of New Jerusalem that Christ has prepared, working with Christ to fill all things with him forever and ever. Ephesians 1, verse 22 and 23, And hath put all things under his feet, and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Amen. Blessings to you in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Have a wonderful week.